Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It's podcast time. It's hey. podcast time. What's up, guys? Ben, Diesel Power Products here, back with Tyler. This is episode two. Two. We're uh, back again. Diesel Power Products podcast. Got an interesting topic today. Uh, we're going to talk about, so you just bought a brand new truck, in, at least in the world I live in, that's probably the most expensive thing I've ever bought in my life, aside from a house. Yeah. And you don't get to pay a mortgage on a truck, so you don't have 15, you don't have 30 years, you actually got to pay it off pretty quick. And you want to hop it up a little bit. You're not necessarily looking for the world, but you want to get it, it's a little bit laggy, you want to increase that a little bit. You want to play with it. Yeah. You want to have some fun. I mean, that's ultimately what it's all about, and that's more likely why you're contacting us is to kind of do some fun things to your truck. Speaking of new trucks, what what are they going for these days? They're getting up there. Before we get in there, if you're watching this, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are watching your comments here, so if you're if you're there, feel free to say hi, ask questions. We'll do the best we can to respond to those during the episode. Uh, so, new trucks, they're not cheap. We're just, yeah, that was that was a little scary. We're watching ourselves <laughs> live. Uh, so new trucks are not cheap. Um, they are not. Tyler and I went through this morning and actually built what we would need to do. And obviously we have slightly different needs for trucks, kind of like we talked about last episode. So I built this truck for me to be able to, you know, work with my family, having kids in the back, towing, everything we need to do. So I built myself a power stroke. Tyler built himself a Ram. But I and... screwed up already from the <laughs> beginning. But we already know this is kind of, I built myself a two-wheel drive, which I didn't mean to. And I just, we just... Just found out about that when we were looking at our, our, our quotes here. But you can kind of get a rough idea. I mean, these, these trucks are expensive. I mean, it's no joke. These things are, are I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're talking guys that are financing these trucks are having payments over 500 bucks for them. And, and you know, it's, it, 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 they're expensive. <laughs> and you want to do some good stuff to them. You don't want to avoid any warranty. You want to make sure that, that you're uh, maintaining um, that reliability that you bought with it. I mean, they come with some pretty decent factory warranties on them now. And they're pretty well outfitted. Um, what'd you build? Uh, we do have some comments oh, here. Oh, we have some comments. Uh, hi, Michael Guthrie. Yeah. 
Tyler Kitt, what's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, L5P2. L5P2. Yeah. Aren't we all? Perfect. Wait for that. <laughs> Marcus Cannon, always a pleasure. <laughs> Glenn Hobbs, I don't know you, but you're pretty much right in the ballpark That's there. It, yeah. 52 to 78K. That's about right. right. Perfect right there. So I built myself a, a 2018 Super Duty F250 Lariat. I went with a Lariat because I've I had leather in, in my previous trucks, and that's the lowest possible option you can get to have leather. So I basically built mine. Uh, it's a crew cab, short bed. It has to tow. And it's a 250. I know it's not a 350, but a 250, that's more of my style. Yeah. Um, so crew cab, short bed, I did it with a fancy white, and pretty much everything on there to help me tow. Not saying that I need a ton of help, but I'll take it if I can get it. And some of the options that the power strokes now have on there are pretty gnarly. Um, I also wanted to make sure that it had every comfort that I could put in there without going overboard. And then along with the towing assist on there, I wanted to make sure that if we're going on a trip and I'm not driving it and my wife's driving it, she, no offense to women, but she doesn't tow as much as I do. And I want, yeah. I want her to be able to feel safe that if she needs it, or, you know, let's say we're out doing stuff and me carrying the tradition I like to do, I'm probably going to hurt myself. And she's going to have to drive the whole family with the fifth wheel to the hospital because dad broke himself off. <laughs> so she needs to be able to tow this, you know, whatever's behind it and tow it and be able to get the job done. Um, so I got all the extra cameras, all the extra sensors. And everything. By the way, have you guys seen some of these cameras, all these power strokes? Those things are You basically ridiculous. have a bird's eye GPS view of everything you're doing in real time. It's kind of scary. Um, Wizardry. But it's pretty cool. Um, so I got all those accessories on there. And um, the two things that I definitely splurged on, uh, side note, did you know that block heaters are now an option? It was an option for this too. That seems relatively <laughs> dumb to me. It's like, oh, do you want a fuel tank yeah. to go along with your diesel? Like, <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> all right, so obviously you had to add the block heater on there. Everybody should have one, but if you don't, that's your own fault. Yeah. Um, everything for towing. The two things that I definitely did splurge on were the, because uh, the kids are going to be sitting in the back seat. I got the, the dual little moonroof mm -hmm. humdealies. Yeah. You don't need that. It's a $1,080 option. <laughs> I did it. Got it's a new truck. Were awesome. Yeah, when you're, when you're spending the amount of money you are on this one, an extra $1,000, yeah. it's kind of a, a shot in the heart, but whatever. Uh, the next thing on there that I didn't really have to have, but I did, let's see, that was the power. Oh, um, the, the power mirrors on the sides oh, yeah. and the, the upgraded headlights and taillights. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about strobe, strobe lights? Is that no, right? I did not no. do strobe lights. Um, but beyond there, I left the suspension 100% stock because I'm going to change anyways. I didn't upgrade the wheels, didn't upgrade the shocks because yep. I'm going to change it anyways. And after all of that was all said and done, 75229 $75,000 for a truck. For a truck. Yeah. Wow. And... It still is knocking. Right <laughs> it's a lot of money. I mean, that's more like we mentioned before. That's that's probably the, that's the most expensive thing aside from a house that I'm ever going to buy yeah. thus far in my life. Um, so that being said, you spend all that money on it. You bet your rear it's going to have a warranty. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's having a warranty, <laughs> um, and I want to keep that warranty. So you know, but any of these guys with new trucks know that you mash on it. Yeah. Sometimes it's not there. It's not what you want. But yeah, it gets the job done, missing. but you want there's more. There's something missing. There's always room for improvement. Everybody knows that. So before we start getting to room improvement, Tyler, what'd you yeah, build? Yeah, so, so I built kind of, I built, if, if anybody knows what my Ram 1500 was, it was crew cab, short bed, Ram 1500 Eco Diesel. Loved the truck. Just sold it. So I kind of built uh, kind of the same thing, but in a 2500 platform. And like I said, I accidentally did two-wheel drive, which, again, still, for a two-wheel drive truck, this is absolutely uh, this is insanely expensive. But... 
Um, cheaper than cheaper than the power joke over here. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I kind of built like the same truck. As far as options, manual transmission uh, did kind of the, the the comfort. Basically, all the options except for leather. Uh, so power sunroof, got the big 8.4 inch touchscreen, cloth seats, nice. uh, auxiliary switches on the dash, the Alpine sound system with the sub in the back. I had that in my 1500, and it sounded really good. Um, you know, the the uh, uh, both the rear fate, the the two rear. Uh, um, Cameras you can get the one the, the high mount one on the uh, third brake light and then the one out back at the uh, tailgate as well. Um, they but do see a cold weather group. <laughs> it's a cold weather group. One hundred and forty-five dollars for a uh, yeah block heater. Um, oh, guys, you can buy those things after work. Way cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, this truck, and again, I didn't mean to build a two-wheel drive, but it still t tallied up to it was fifty-eight thousand dollars buying it. Fifty-six thousand if you want to lease it. Yeah. Um, Figure if it's a four-wheel drive, tack on an extra yeah. five. To, I mean, what seven to ten grand probably for. I'd say yeah, seven to ten. So I mean, you're up over. You're getting close to the the power stroke there, but I mean, still they're absolutely expensive. And the one of the number one questions that we get on a daily basis is guys that are buying these trucks that want to maintain their warranty, and we don't blame them. I mean, these things are expensive. It's it's a it's a it's it's, it's an expensive piece of machinery. So we have a bunch of products that we sell. Um, that are emissions compliant, that work with all the factory components on the truck. You don't have to worry about yarding off any of the emissions equipment or have to worry about DOT or inspections or you know, anything, you know, any emission standards in your area. We've got products that'll work with that. That will still, I mean, obviously it's not comparable to doing deletes on these trucks and really tuning them up, but it's better than, it's better than it was. Yeah. Um, and there's some aspects of it like, for instance, and we're going to talk about the, the throttle sensitivity boosters on any of these new trucks that have this drive-by wire uh, throttle pedal. I mean, that's it, awesome. I it's, mean, and it's not even tuned in the truck. Yeah, I mean, it, it just plugs incredible. it in line. It's great. So for, the, the best way I've described it to people is it does feel like you're tuning the truck. You're not adding power. You're just getting access to the power your truck makes faster. Yeah. So, yeah. and you can increase it by 50%, you can increase it by 75%, by 100%, by 200%, and yeah. the ludicrous mode, or, which I think is like, no, that's the BD thrust. 600, yeah. So we it's like two, 400% yeah. or something like that. It's ludicrous. <coughs> so Spaceballs. Yeah, right. Space <laughs> <laughs> They've gone black. Yeah, and all the companies that we offer the throttle sensitivity boosters for all offer, uh, you know, various degrees of sensitivity, so you can kind of fine-tune it for what you're driving. Because what I found, especially on my 1500, uh, when I was towing a boat a lot, had surge brakes on the trailer, on the tongue. And every time I took off with that thing, it felt like I was going to rip the tongue off the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so every time I towed, I just turned it off. Uh, and then when I wasn't towing, I just turned it back on. Uh, but no, it's I mean, anybody, anybody out there on any of these new trucks that, that have the complaint of throttle response, I mean, you can, you can address that without even tuning the truck. I mean, it's literally a plug and play installation. Those throttle sensitivity boosters are excellent. Yeah. So that's, uh, that would, I mean, that kind of just moves into our, that would be our first product that we'd probably do on both of these trucks. Most dealers probably won't even recognize that's there. They won't they, even know. It's, they won't even know, and you can even hide it underneath the dash. Yeah. And unless this guy is, like, walking your truck with a magnifying glass, he'll have no idea. He, she, got to be PC these days. Yeah. You never know. Maybe it's a robot. Maybe it's a flower. Who, I don't care. And they won't even know it's there. And yeah. if you do have someone that does know it's there, you, you take it off. You yeah. just unplug it. It's a super easy installation. Plug it back in. And off you go, you're back to normal. So number one recommendation, 
before you look at tuning, before you look at, and uh, keep in mind, this can all be used in conjunction with anything you do later on. Yeah. Let's say you get out of warranty and you do plan on tuning the truck or you don't really care about the warranty, you want to move on. Thrall sensitivity booster can be used in conjunction with anything. It's a complete standalone unit, does not require or does not have any conflictions with any other parts that we sell out there for these trucks. So it's a warranty. Warranty. We get a question, like I said before, with warranty, we get questions on warranty all the time. Customer calls in, will this void my warranty? And that's kind of a tough question sometimes. It is. It's almost a loaded question, and you kind of have to handle it. And we, we don't... We try to be as honest as we can with people. I used to work at a dealership. So Same here. I kind yeah. of... We both, yeah, we both. So we kind of know, you know, kind of the, I guess the, I don't know, behind the scenes kind of, yeah. um, you know, what goes on with that. So... And as sad as it sounds, it is down to the dealer that is doing your work. There sometimes are some, even just the service rider. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes this. So be nice to your service riders. <laughs> so, this is true. It's a true it's statement. True. I'm not even kidding you. Um, there's some dealers that. I mean, I've had dealers call us from like Texas and different different areas of the U.S. that are completely fine with doing. All, I mean, back in when the deletes were first a thing. I was getting calls from dealerships that in Texas that were saying, yeah, we're, we're still warrantying the trucks with full deletes on them. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it literally comes down to the dealer. And it, it's, it's actually sad because, to me, that means that tech that's working on your truck can't, you know, can't look at that truck, that truck's issue, and determine if it was actually that part causing it or if it was an actual issue with the truck. Because any good tech out there should be able to determine, hey, you know, this is this part causing this issue, or it's actual issue with the truck. It has nothing to do with this aftermarket accessory, and so that, that's a tough thing. Is because all these, all, all the techs that are that are that are working on these trucks are so quick to judge and are so quick to go, that's the part that caused the issue, and know nothing about how that part works yeah. or how the truck even works. Not my problem. So, yeah, so it, so Your it's fault. tough. So that and that's yeah. what makes warranty so tough. And I wish there was just a cut and dry, black and white answer on that, but there's not. Mm -hmm. uh, but we have a lot of components, like we we're mentioning, that can be easily taken off, and the average Joe at your dealership is going to not even know that you did anything. I mean, unless you make it blatantly obvious that you've done yeah. something, like have wiring harnesses all apart. Exactly. <laughs> like stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it can be easily easily kind of masked, if you will. I mean, it's not really masking it. it just, just take it off if you have to go into the dealer. And we have a lot of components like that. We got some questions going on. Yeah, Mr. Marcus Cannon. You were in here today. Yes. Uh, let's see you guys. Oh, see you later, Michael Guthrie. Good talk to you, man. Yeah. Make sure to watch the rest of the video later. Uh, it says 11 deleted forward, 14 and extended the warranty on the, the reductant heater. That was an option that I added on here. Uh, could I throw the factory exhaust back on and take the tuner off and they'll still warranty it? So. Oh, I should probably read the whole thing to you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can't see it, it says, uh, question on my, he has a 2011 Power Stroke. Uh, it has some, it's been to Mexico and came back. Uh, and it has a reductant heater on there. That is essentially to help the cab warm up before the engine's actually warm. So you can get, Because so, so diesel, you know, diesel engines take a little bit yeah. longer to warm up. Yeah. So you want to get the heater going in the winter. Air when it's cold out. Right. Could I throw on the factory exhaust and take the tuner off and they will still warranty it? Yes and no. So, so this actually leads it into the next topic <laughs> that we could talk about, because tuners. Yeah. Tuners on diesel trucks are fantastic. It's a yes. great way to unlock some power. The easiest way to unlock power. Yes, it's, you plug it in, beep up, boop, 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 magic, boom. and it happens. It's, it's a lot more complicated than that. I'm sure some tuners right now want yeah. to punch me in the face, but <laughs> it, it, yeah, <laughs> essentially but. The, for the end user, that's about it. Um, so will they be able to tell? They, 
if they should so choose, they can plug into the truck's PCM and tell that somebody flashed it. Yeah, so like, well, let's back up, because there's yeah. two different, there's really kind of, the way that we kind of classify, there's two different types of tuners. There's downloaders that are actually plugging in, you're downloading a file into your ECM, so it's eliminating whatever's in there, and it's downloading its file, okay, it's a downloader. Then there's, you know, chips or, I, I guess we consider them chips. All right, this is something that's going to go underneath the hood, and it's just going to plug in in line in wiring harnesses. So one is you're modifying it at the ECM, you're changing that engine programming mm -hmm. to, to gain power, and then the, the chip is just plugging it in line just to modify the parameter at the sensor, essentially, to make it have more power. You're tricking the, so tricking the sensor, tricking essentially. Um, when you have an ECM flash, now, when I was at the dealer, and it's been... 12 years since I've been at a dealer, so uh, this is just from when I remember. Um, these trucks will keep track of flash cycles uh, as far as how many times that truck's been flashed. So if you have a downloader that you've downloaded in the truck 30 times, that ECM on that truck is going to read, wow, I've been flashed 30 times. Well, if it's a 2018 truck and there's only two dealer flashes, <laughs> they, might, uh, they might question you a little bit there. So. Well, and they won't be able to say, you had this tune with this truck from this yeah. person. They just can't be able to tell someone how was in times? here messing with the computer and it wasn't us. Yeah. That's so that's it. how it used to be. I don't know if that is how it is now, but if that's how it was now, I'm sure there's probably way more of an in-depth way that they can tell uh, just because of how advanced these ECMs have gotten. Yeah. And that's what makes those, the chip style, the one that plugs in inline, that's what makes those undetectable. To, I mean, to a point, I, right. I, I guess I would say, because some, some trucks will keep track of, uh, of certain levels of like parameters, like rail pressure and, and certain, sort of, and certain uh, levels, uh, you know, certain pressures, right? Uh, and when you do an inline tuner, a lot of times, like rail pressure is the number one thing that gets raised, and that's how they make power. Uh, and so, uh, but again, that's kind of, it's kind of harder to see versus a, 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 just a flash on a truck. So, and that's why when you take off those downloaders, or not downloaders, I'm sorry, if you take off those chips, you're just reverting it back to stock. It's not flashing the ECM. That hasn't changed as far as the flash count. So that's how you can kind of get away with it a lot better than you can with a, with a downloader. Right. And that's where it kind of brings us into the next portion there. Mm -hmm. um, i got to check my notes. <laughs> okay, so we talked about the spin booster, throttle sensitivity increase. Mm -hmm. talked about the tuning, difference between a module, chip, tuner, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, next thing, uh, maybe some hard parts. So maybe you don't want to mess with any of the computer stuff at all, or maybe you're yeah. looking to go with that next part. Um, the next thing in there uh, that most people will probably lean to is an intake. Yeah. So colder intake. Um, will it benefit you on a truck with no tuning and stock? Uh, yeah. I think you'll see, uh, you should see a nice increase in throttle response, even without the tuning on there, or without the, uh, without the throttle sensitivity booster on there. Um, and... You do get a little bit of a noise change. You're not going to yeah. see a huge, you're not going to get that big. Everybody wants you know, to hear more turbo. Yeah, you're <laughs> not going to, and it's not going to be the difference between going to a straight pipe on a 5.9 or something like right. that. But do you get more noise out of it? Yes, you will. Is it huge? Not really. Does it make you feel good? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes it does. <laughs> uh, so now that we've get, we're getting better air in there, um, and, and also for, for you people living in states that maybe need to have certain numbers on there, like carb numbers, um, there are companies that make carb-approved intakes for your truck. Companies like S&B, AFE, and Banks, they all work really hard to make sure they have carb numbers on all their, uh, all their intakes. If they don't have one on there, it'll be there soon. It's yeah. a process, bureaucracy, we all know how that goes. Yeah. Um, so we got better air coming in. Now the next question usually is, I want to do a DPF back exhaust, I want that rumble. Can yeah. I get that rumble? Yeah, I'm looking to change the tone of my truck. Will this exhaust do it? 
No. Fortunately. I wish it would. I wish it but would. It doesn't. I wish it would. You could take the stock muffler off your truck right now and, and probably, probably notice, notice no, difference. no it, difference. It, you might just hear more air. You yeah. You're not going to hear any more engine. Just like, that's, that's it. Yeah. I, I just muffler deleted your truck. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it unfortunately is for looks. I mean, that is the main, I, and there's, there's companies all over the board that kind of do the, the, the blanket. This will add power. This will help with that. Um, I don't know if that's ever been dyno proven. I don't think anybody's ever even. If it uh, has, if it, has it, was it was probably less than less marginal than <laughs> and something that you're so, not going to notice. Uh, it, it, DPF exhaust kits are fine, especially like, for instance, I keep on going back to my old truck, my EcoDiesel, but just because nobody made a turbo back exhaust kit for it, so I had no choice. If I wanted to change the way that tailpipe looked, I had to do a DPF back exhaust. Couple that with a delete pipe, and there you go. You got a good looking exhaust. There are some really good looking exhausts out there. Some guys want dual. Some guys want the two, uh, like the uh, two single out one side, side exit dual tip. I, yeah, I think yeah. that looks really awesome. Um, so if you want that look, um, then absolutely DPF back is, is is your jam. But if you're look if you're if you're buying it for sound and for power, you're going to be sorely disappointed. And we'll tell sorely you that. disappointed. And and we'll be honest with you over the phone with that. We've broken we, my hearts we, that way. We, yeah, we have. I mean, it, but I mean that's it. That's just the nature of the beast. All those filters in front of that DPF back exhaust, that is where your sound deadening is happening. Mm -hmm. um, so there's, just by taking, it's like having a hose. You've got, you know, you've got a kink in the hose, and then you're opening up the other side of the hose up to however big you want. Well, guess what? You're still flowing through that kink. Um, so, and that's kind of the same idea with, with, with these exhausts on these trucks. So unfortunately, exhaust is not a huge upgrade for these. Again, if you want the look, then absolutely go with it. Um, there's a lot of companies that are doing a really nice, really nice DPF back stuff like Magnaflow, MBRP. They do some really nice uh, systems, like especially Magnaflow. I really like that they, uh, a lot of their DPF back stuff, they weld the tips on. Yeah. Which is, which is I, I think that's kind of cool. And they, I think do, they do really like clean. a blackout series too. We have that on, yeah, on the, yeah. the Super Duty here. And they look really good. They look really clean. I mean, better than some turbo back stuff that just has nothing at the tailpipe. So mm -hmm. a lot of guys are coupling like a DPF back with a delete pipe. That way they get the look they want out of the back of the truck, and then they get, you know... Well, and these trucks there. are selling like hotcakes, so it does come down to the fact that, you know, you do want your truck to be a little bit unique. Yeah. I'm not saying you need to put a spoiler on it and paint orange, but, <laughs> but, you know, there's certain spots that you can make the truck look better and makes you feel better about the truck. Yeah. Me, personally, triangle success, look good, feel good, play good. Yeah. You can... <laughs> exhaust tips, I could take it or leave it, yeah. but at the same time, when I look at the vehicle I'm driving... If it looks good, I feel better. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we've, now we've addressed air coming out of the engine, the warranty intact, nothing's really gonna change that. Some people, uh, some companies do actually offer, you know, emissions intact uh, downpipes. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say debatable on that one. I mean, uh, some, of them, some of these trucks, it's a lot of work for... You could probably reinvest the money somewhere else in the truck that you need. But maybe put that in more in like a higher quality wheel and tire setup or something like yeah. that. That's not really gonna help performance, but as far as like your bang for your buck and what you're gonna get out of it, because you just spent seventy five thousand dollars on a truck. Oh, we had a, a, a guy on here also mentioned um, taxes. Yeah, don't forget taxes. This is all pre-tax, pre-delivery, pre. This is like just us doing a, like a quick build on like Ford.com. And by so, the way, look at how nice. So when you build a Ford. <laughs> Okay, they give you a nice little shot of your truck. Yeah. That's what happens when you build a Ram. We're like, here's what you get. 
<laughs> like it or leave it. Yeah, your problem now. <laughs> yeah. So now we can get back to the front of the engine a little bit. There's also intercooler piping. On some trucks, the factory intercooler piping leaves a lot to be desired. I know the EcoDiesel uh, with you, yeah. that was a big, big yeah. issue with you guys, you and Cooper. Um, I think NBRP claimed it was like a 43% increase in airflow with just the intercooler yeah. piping, which is pretty impressive for intercooler piping. I mean, some people will, will you know, I'm sure there's people out there who will, oh, that won't do anything. Well, anywhere you can kind of eliminate some restriction. I mean, You're going to have a better time. You. It's going to help you. And, I mean, m most of these guys are after, what's the number one thing everybody's after? Fuel economy. Yeah. Everybody's trying to make, uh, everybody's trying to get, you know, 20 plus miles per gallon out of these out of these big big trucks and efficiency is is efficiency is is key when it comes to mileage and anywhere that you can you can gain efficiency at whether it be as small as intercooler piping it can help you it really can yes all right so we've kind of covered the basics on there um one thing you may notice is we don't have an l5p in here yeah uh well <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mostly because neither of us are Duramax guys, even though Tyler in the previous episode said he would buy a Duramax. We all know how much that one would cost. Yeah. And <laughs> I think it would blow both of our trucks right out of the water. Yeah, and we um, all know what the current situation with pretty much anything on L5P right now is. You've got, I love the look of them. Yeah. I'd love to drive one uh, like daily, but as far as for guys that want to toy with stuff, it's kind of not the platform to buy. Yeah. What's the meme? You roll up an L5P, no matter what, you're never going to beat them because they don't have tuning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, and even though we're talking about trucks that we're not tuning, there's just the, the aftermarket hasn't quite caught up with an L5P yet. Nothing against them. I'm sure it'll happen eventually. Hopefully. Cross our fingers. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but, I mean, as for now, with an L5P, you've basically got your intake. You've got your, I don't even think they make a thrall sensitivity booster for it. I don't think it's I'm not sure if they do yet. If, if, if I'm wrong, I'm going to eat crow and I'll post a link on here <laughs> yeah. and, and I'll, I'll redact it in the next yeah. episode. Um, but I, do they have a lift pump for it yet? No, they, they finally started coming with a lift pump. Did they? Well, Anybody want to chime in on this one? Yeah. Kip, you want to you fill me yeah, in here? You, I know you're watching. Can you tell us if we're wrong or right? Kip's going to message <laughs> us and we're going to all look like idiots here. Yeah. Anyhow, so we've kind of talked about getting air in, getting air out doing your modules, um, and that's pretty much, you're kind of, that's what, you know, you can do a lift pump. Um, thing is, both of these trucks from the factory have a lift pump, so you're not really shooting yourself in the foot there. Yeah. Making sure you're changing your filters and whatnot. Thanks, thanks. Thanks, make a control. Derringer. The Derringer. Derringer. Oh, Derringer. Is, is it Derringer, Derringer or Derringer? Derringer. Derringer. I don't know. Uh, Banks. Banks. Gail. <laughs> Gail, chime in, bro. <laughs> 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 um, so, I mean, yeah, you're, you're kind of you're kind of sitting right there with the same thing. Um, moving on beyond there, do you think that? And we're going to get a little, little. We might get off, off on a tangent here. I think even though your truck's a two two wheel drive, <laughs> even though you built that truck, would that? And we're gonna we're gonna try and keep some of the same themes going on here, along with all the episodes. Um, and we're gonna. It might not always be me and Tyler, but we're gonna talk about the same kind of thing because trucks tend to change with your lifestyle and what's going on. Mm -hmm. The truck you built, could you drive that for two years? Yeah, I think I could. I honestly, I honestly missed a manual transmission, so that's why I put the I put the manual. Be bad. It's been a while since I had a manual. Well, and the L sixty eight RFE has proven to be a real, uh, real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll go ahead. We are back. We're back. Internet. <laughs> yeah. Internet decided us or decided to take a quick little five minute break. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry about that. Um, let me get back to our page here. I know I answered a couple of questions real fast there. Uh, Robert, 
I answered your question about 7.3. He wanted to know about back pressure. Um, well, on the turbocharged engine, that, that's your back pressure. Yeah. After, the, after the air in your exhaust gas goes through the turbo, get it out of there. Yeah. You don't need it anymore. As far as having a muffler or not having a muffler, that's just going to be for sound deadening. Yeah. Um, Most of the mufflers anyways are pass-through. Like if yeah. you took that muffler and looked at it, you could look right down the middle of that muffler. So you're not like restricting any airflow. There's just packing around the outside there to kind of capture some of that noise and tone it down for you. Yeah. So as far as back pressure on that guy, yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah. Anyhow, it looks like some of our viewers are coming back in. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining again. Sorry about that. Internet just took a on us real fast mm -hmm. here. Uh, so to recap, if you're new here, uh, we just talked about, uh, and you can watch the previous video here. Um, I'm sure in post we're going to mash them all together. But uh, what you can do on, on a truck that still has a warranty to get a little bit better performance out of it, we talked about intakes, intercooler piping, DPF back exhaust, and what it really does and does not do for you. Uh, modules, chips, tuners, th throttle sensitivity boosters. Mm -hmm. That's about it. You're there. Really, yeah. So now we're talking about, you know, we both built these trucks. Um, you know, would that, I mean, we're not going to even get into suspension on this. I, we both That's left our trucks 100% yeah. like no additions for suspension. Yeah, and because, we would like the cheapest wheels possible. Yeah. We knew that was something that was going to get changed anyways. If so. they could sell it to me with four spare tires, yeah. I'd or still no buy wheels. it. Or no wheels, I'll pick yeah, it up. Or no <laughs> wheels, yeah. I'll, I'll bring send, my own wheels yeah, and I'll tires. I'll bring them. <laughs> uh, the, uh, one of the things I did opt for as far as tuning, though, or as far as the truck goes, I, I did upgrade. I wanted to get a little bit better gears in there. And on the F-250s, non-dually, the best you can get is a 355 electronic rear locking differential. And if you want to change gears, what do you have to do on that truck, Ben? <laughs> Why don't you tell our viewers what you have to do to change gears on a, well, on a new power stroke? Well, everybody, it's if super you, easy. Yeah, if you have a, the it, actually, easy. it is. The install is really, really easy. easy. The pocketbook is not so much easier. So, <laughs> so on happy. the 2017 ups, they don't, aftermarket hasn't really quite caught up yet. There's no aftermarket drop in gears for that axle. A forward change to rear axle, um, which is why on our F-bomb truck, which is a 17 yeah. uh, power stroke, we actually had a Dynatrock Pro Rock 80 drop in axle made for it. Yeah. So new gears. New gears. <laughs> it's got, uh, what do we do, 488s in it? Yeah, with the 40s. 40, yeah, 48s on 40s. Obviously, this truck is not going to have 40s, but yes, uh, you would want to get some better gears, and it does have a locker yeah. in there, which makes everything real nice. But So moral of the story, when you're building a power stroke, Think ahead when you're yeah. choosing gears. <laughs> you know what? We'll take a little sidebar here. It, uh, if you do have a project, thinking ahead does, you know, I guess, you know, the measure twice, cut runs. Mm -hmm. Think twice, buy once. Yeah, absolutely. You know, make a spreadsheet. Even just today, uh, I, I'm into a new vehicle now, and I'm making a spreadsheet of all the parts. Yeah. Have a plan. All the parts, all the pieces, <clears throat> all the prices, where I'm going to get them, the part, you know, everything on there so I can visually see what we're looking at price-wise. Yeah. Because I'm on a budget, and I gotta make sure this thing works. And those yeah. things add up. Key fobs, mine didn't have Super an quick. alarm key fobs. That's 15 yeah. bucks you gotta add to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. every, every little thing adds up there, and if you're trying to do it on a budget, that can come up and, and bite you in the rear. Yeah. So, that being said, we talked about the L5P and no tuning available. Um, not really too much in the fuel side of anything as well. Yeah. Um, so you're really not going to get into a whole lot of performance stuff until you start trying to not worry about the warranty. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's kind of like you're, you're pretty much there. That's it. Um, even on our F-bomb truck, the, that still has it's fully emissions intact. Mm -hmm. However, the warranty would be completely blown out of the water because we did do injectors on it, yep. and we did tune it. Um, while the, with the tuning and injectors, we were able to make 491 of the wheels. Yeah. Which on an emissions intact truck on 40s, 
That thing rips. It yeah. scratches third gear with 40s on it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think it's, everybody wants to know what's on our red cups. So you'll never find out. Yeah, never find out. It's diesel. It's diesel, yeah. Anyhow, so uh, with all these episodes, we are going to try and do a little bit of what's going on in our lives personally. Mm -hmm. The uh, last episode... Yeah, we talked about our... Our own personal rigs. Um, so our liquidation. The, the excursion's well, obviously far gone now. Uh, the family that I sold to is very happy with it, which makes me happy. Still makes me sad because it's not mine. It's not my family being happy about it. But... Uh, I'm going to buy a house, which is kind of cool. Yep. Um, but uh, so I'm still driving that 03 1500 Suburban, which has a bajillion miles on it. Uh, and Tyler was talking about uh, getting rid of your Ricky Diesel. So uh, what yeah. happened? So <clears throat> what, last, was that last Thursday? Yeah. Was uh, that, no. Last podcast was on Tuesday. I think so, we're going to try and make Thursdays a set time. But actually, if there's a certain time and day and time you guys think works well, let us know. Let us Something know. Something works better. Yeah. We'll make we're it kinda, work. We're we kinda, love doing these things. Yeah. These are so much fun. We love the questions. Um, so yeah, if, if, uh, if you guys have, uh, some comments to make it better, let us know. But my Eco Diesel, she gone. She gone. She gone. Uh, kind of sad. You know, I built that truck just like I actually built this truck online. It's, it's actually kind of cool. I, I picked out all my options for that and ordered it up and yeah, it was kind of sad seeing it go. I think it was the first Eco Diesel in Spokane. It had to have been actually, well, it wasn't because I had the option when I first ordered it to pick up one of the first ones at Dave Smith, mm. but it wasn't the full crew cab. It was the, it was the, uh, it didn't have the full four door. It had that short, and then it had, it had a longer box. Access cab, is that what they call yeah, it? Or quad was, cab? I, I didn't like the look of them. Anyways, she gone. So I'm fully entrenched in 6.2 liter. <laughs> I don't even That thing got a Banks on it? Yeah. It's got a Banks Damn. turbo by Damn. golly. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a Banks turbo kit on it, but um, I don't know. I'm having fun with it. I'm really having fun. You know, I don't, I don't have to have the fastest thing on the, on the block, but, um, you know, it's fun. It, you know, it's, I don't know, something older is I'm going to say this every time we talk about the engine on your truck, just because, for once, I'm not... Just trying to think of something good to say about yeah, it. It doesn't make enough power to hurt itself. It'll yeah. go forever. Yeah. Uh, it actually looks kind of cool. It, it's the square body suburban. What year is it again? 88. Apparently, Apparently that, that's a good engine. <laughs> we had no idea. I had no idea there was a good and bad, but it's a good engine. Yeah. Um, and you know what's funny about that truck? Doesn't leak a drop. The how oldest many, truck how, on the lot right now. Yeah, how dries many, a bone. How many 90, you know what, 89 <laughs> to O2 trucks out there right now that don't leak? <laughs> Zero. I, you know, I, I bet you Marcus's doesn't leak, but that's because he's redone. No, he's probably, there's an issue with it, why it's not leaking. <laughs> I mean, to me, if it's not leaking, there's an issue. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it may be out of fluid. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, but it doesn't leak a dime. It fires up for me. I had a little issue this morning that my yeah, wife doesn't you. even know about, actually. And she, I think she's watching, so this yeah. might be a surprise for her, too. So when I, this, <laughs> so the, the, the driver door is a little out of adjustment. You've got to kind of slam that bugger to get her a lock. You Otherwise, you've got kind of a little wobble door. I don't want to fall out of this thing. <laughs> so um, slammed, I slammed the door once this morning. It didn't close, so I just, you know, give her, give her a good number two. Just completely shattered the driver window. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, was that in front of your house? That was right in my driveway. Do you have a camera in your driveway? I, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's probably a camera. I feel like but, I didn't see footage. 
<laughs> and the funny thing is, so that's the difference between my eco-diesel and this truck. I sat there and just demolished my driver window in the door, and I just laughed. <laughs> and I just laughed. It was just funny. Whereas if I were to do that in my eco-diesel, I don't probably, I don't know. I'd probably be called in sick. I don't know. Yeah, I probably would have called in sick, tried to get it fixed. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, we're having fun with our, with our Suburbans. Yeah. We're having fun. Yeah, um, so my, my old 03 1500 still running strong. Uh, like I mentioned before, I got an Excel sheet going with a parts list I want to get going on it. Um, I'm not building this thing for anything other than just yeah. point A to point B, but it has to be reliable. So yeah, we're doing your basics, you know, plugs, wires. Uh, I already did the fuel filter on it, oil change. Replacing the battery because it gets cold here. Um, and, you know, some shocks, and that's, that's pretty much it. It's just, yeah. It just needs to run and drive, and that's it. Yeah. Well, one of these days when we get to maybe do some more do some more things to her, we'll, we'll show you guys where we're at with them. The bourbon anybody, boys. Yeah, anybody that, I'm sure there's probably very few of you out there interested in the 6.2 build on an 88 Suburban. But, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's fun. It's all about kind of getting back to the kind of the roots of it and having fun with it. Some of these newer trucks, I mean, like an Eco Diesel especially, I mean, you can only do so much. And then you're, you're done. I mean, unless you're... Unless you've got a full shop where you can kind of build your own parts, I mean, there's only so much you can do. Um, and so it's kind of fun to kind of take a whole different path with it, go with something that nobody wants, <laughs> and, and play with it. So we actually yeah. have a good question here. Okay. But, yeah, if, if you want to see a 6.2 get tinkered with, let yeah. us know, because that, that would be kind of interesting. I want yeah. to find out. I, or if I any of like you guys stuff. have out there done anything to them, I mean, let me know. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm We're not... We're not expecting the world, but... <laughs> well, I, I know what I'm starting with here, yeah. and I'm not... Again, I'm not. I'm not trying to build a powerhouse or anything. I just, it's just. It's again. It's just fun. It's it's what you know. It's what we got into this. Yeah. For I mean, is tinkering with these things and having fun. And we didn't with all them. start off with brand new trucks. Yeah. So. So know. we actually got a good question here. Caleb asks, uh, "How much power will a stock clutch on a Ram hold?" I'm going to take much. a couple. Really, not like really, stock. I mean, I, unfortunately, not much. Um, I'm going to take a couple of liberties here. I'm going to assume it's a six seven. I'm going to assume it's a G fifty six. Obviously, it's a six seven. I'm going to yeah. assume that. The it may have been to Mexico and back. I'm not sure, um, but interestingly enough, if it has been to Mexico and back, and you can take that code for whatever you like, um, whether you call South Bend or Valair, they will tell you it is not a single disc clutch anymore. Yeah. It does not need to have a single disc in it anymore. It needs to have at least a dual disc because yeah. even with the trip to Mexico and back, with a mild tune on it, you will push through pretty much whatever single disc. Whatever you put single on it. disc, yeah. I mean, they they will only sell a single disc. Uh, to a guy that is literally stock, stock. Like if, let's say you're bone stock and you tow a lot more, they might sell you the uh, or might get into duty. a heavy duty or the uh, like a ceramic, the, yeah. the hybrid organic ceramic. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, how much will it hold? Stock. Yeah, stock. Uh, so I wouldn't on anything. I mean, there's yeah, we get calls of people on some of these trucks holding some power, but I wouldn't bank on that. No. I mean, I really wouldn't. If you're if you're gonna build power, plan on changing the changing the clutch. Yeah. And if you're, you know, if you want to be really smart about it, make that your first mod. I mean, yeah. have everything built up to the point where, hey, I can handle this power, then throw the power at it with a tuner or whatever you want to yeah. uh, use to do that. But Supporting modifications, they're they're key. not sexy. They're they're not, they're not cool. They're not, they're not fun most they, of the time. <laughs> Nobody likes doing clutches. Yeah, I did a hundred horse injector and compound. Like, that's so I did a clutch. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cool it's not it's fun not. but you need to do it yeah um we got another great question on here alan uh, wants to know will efi live void warranty on a new truck so back to like our discussion about like downloaders and um and chips you know your efi live is going to be a downloader so that's going to erase whatever files in your ecm it's load in it 
Okay. Um, so it, if I'm a service writer at a dealership, yes, it's going to void your warranty. Um, I'll second that. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that's going to be a tough one to go around. Um, I mean, obviously, you can always tune the truck back to stock. And again, it, it's one of those things, too. If you don't give the dealer any indication that you did anything, they're going to gonna stock, look. They're not going to look. I mean, they're not going to look. Yeah. Um, you, you, you go in with a brand new truck that has, say, you know, seat issues or yeah. headlight issues or dome light issues. They're probably not going to care. You can go in because their truck that has 3,000 miles on it yeah. has a blown transmission or you smoked her in. <laughs> They might, <laughs> they might start looking at some things. So it's all, yeah, I mean, uh, EFI Live on a whole, I mean, yeah, it, it mostly, most of the time will. If I was a betting man, I'd say nine times out of ten, you're going to avoid your warranty with most Especially dealers. on 13 and newer Rams because you do have to unlock the PCM, which we found out today, actually, breaking news. EFI Live will now, from what I can tell, allow you to itself unlock 13 of Rams. So it's I, nice. You have to buy a separate unit for it. That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty nifty. Yeah. It's nifty. Anyhow, let's see. Why did uh, you sell the spool bus? Oh, why Travis. did you sell the spool bus? Well, we know why you, I know why you sold the spool bus. <sighs> Take this moment and just gather my <laughs> sorrows <laughs> and rub them into my receding hairline. <laughs> <laughs> why did I sell the spool bus? I, I really liked the spool bus. And I love that. You know, that. before you got an excursion, I was like... I yeah. I wanted an excursion. I love excursions. I think they're so cool. But you need a place to live. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the funny joke is like you, you can't you know you can't uh, what is it you can't drive a you can't race a house. Yeah. But you can sleep in a truck. Yeah. And it's funny because <laughs> an excursion you actually like there's you a can, ton of room. Well, actually, there. actually, if you I mean, I could live. <laughs> I could live out of that. But yeah. my smoking hot wife would probably shoot me in the kneecaps and take my money and run. Yeah. Which she would get about $45 because I own an excursion and everything's expensive. <laughs> it's a 7.3 excursion. So uh, why did I sell the old school bus? Um, uh, I got a one-year-old and I need to buy a house. Housing market isn't exactly in the buyer's side buyer's right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just uh, uh, also, I, actually, I did a vlog on this whole on my own yeah, but it, it's long and drawn out, and it's gone anyways now. Um, but um, I didn't get the greatest loan on it because it's an older truck it, mm -hmm. or older vehicle. It was a flight risk, so I got nailed pretty high interest on it, um, which wasn't helping me. Um, also, beyond there, uh, I do have student debt. I went to school. Yeah. Uh, a lot of us did. I know Tyler did. Yep. If you're watching this, um, then you went to college and you have student debt, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you're trying to buy a house, any bit of debt on your name is not helping you. Yeah. So I had to bite the bullet. I had to adult real hard on that one. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't, it hurt. Um, I would say the best way to put it is I'm bummed, but I'm not sad. I, I'm bu I was bummed to watch it go. Yeah. I'm happy that it went to a good family. It's staying somewhat local. I know that they really wanted it. We worked out a deal that worked out well for both of us. Um, I was able to pay off the excursion and my wife's car. Yeah. So with the insurance that we're not paying on the excursion anymore, we're pocketing 800 bucks a month. Yeah. So when you're trying to buy a house and you've so got a one-year-old, 800 bucks a month, yeah. that's, that's damn near a mortgage. Yeah. Really now, I don't know is. where you're living or whatnot, but that, that makes a big difference. So that's why it's gone. Uh, bummed, it's gone. S not sad because I get to move on to the next chapter with me and my small family, which will grow eventually. Um, but I'm basically having to adult real hard on this one, and it sucks. So welcome to adulthood. So we got Chris Oops. asking a question. He's asking a good question, but I almost need to know a little bit more information on what you're mm -hmm. planning on doing, Chris. So he asked, 
which is the best choice, a 165 or an AirDog 150? A fast, I mean, a fast 165 or an AirDog 150. Um, uh, you get a suction tube uh, also. First of all, what, what kind of truck are we working on? What are your goals? Because we would want to make sure that you're getting the lift pump that is going to suit your needs. Um, as far as between Fast and AirDog, uh, I mean, we're a Fast a VIP dealer. Uh, love Fast products. How to they Fast take care excursion. Of us. They're an awesome product. Um, Fast is one of those companies too. If it says it's 165, it's going to do 165 or better. Um, not saying AirDog won't. AirDog, I've, I've ran AirDogs too. Um, Fast seems to kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of go, kind of look at some of the small things that maybe other companies are not. Um, I do like the fact that the Fast does not have the quick disconnect fitting, quick disconnect fittings, especially for guys that are putting their pumps in different locations or just want to run it their way. Um, you know, there's some people want to, you know, make sure their install is, is cleaner than everybody else's. So they want to run their hoses a certain way, run their wiring a certain, well, the wiring is, is, you know, regardless of yeah. both, you can do the same, but the hoses, that's the thing is the, the, the air dogs are all pre-cut and pre-made and have those nice fancy quick disconnect fittings so they can click right in, but you're, you're stuck with extra length of hose if you don't need it. So, yeah. uh, me personally, I probably go with the fast, uh, but to answer your question fully, we would need a little bit more information on what your goals are. And what you're trying to do. It sounds like to me, I'll take a couple of liberties here. Here we go. Um, did you re- yeah. start 01 Ram, second we'll tune gen? Tune it later. later. Uh, for, okay, you and I may have difference in opinions on this one, but uh, I prefer to, as far as fuel wise, go on the truck because, first off, I think we're both going to start with fast. Yeah. Second, they're going to make that in the 95 or 150. Yeah. Um, the, I, I would say I like the 95-gallon per hour. Now. I'm sorry, yeah, 165. 165 yeah. I would go with the 95-gallon per hour because if you're not planning to do injectors and you're not planning to run this truck real hard, yeah. with no the need. 150 or the 165, you're going to be returning a whole lot more fuel yeah. than the truck's actually going to use. If you plan to grow into it, by all means, go for it. Yeah. But do you need the 150 or the 165 now with stock injectors? No. 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 Just go with the 95. You're, yeah. you're the, the, you save yourself. I mean, there isn't that big of a price difference between it, yeah, the two. Yeah, it's like 30 or 40 but, bucks. I mean, that's a case of beer, man. That's your yeah. install beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, and that pump's going to be a whole lot more noisy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, and, and which, to re, we go back to the suction tube yeah. or sump. Um, so, me personally, I like sumps. And I never used to like sumps. Uh, I was, the biggest complaint that we hear with sumps is, oh, they hang down too low. What if they get caught and stuff? Well, how many of you are actually... How many of you out there are actually off-roading to where you're, like, scraping frame? Your fuel tank. <laughs> your fuel tank. Most people know. Yeah. Uh, so you're, I like if, sumps. If you knock the sump off of your truck, you're, you probably have bigger issues. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> unless, I mean, yeah, unless this truck is like fully kitted out suspension-wise. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not, not going to knock it. your sump off. You're not going to hit it. Uh, I, I like the fact that you can you get extra. I mean, not that anybody runs their truck down this low, but the extra feel you get, like uh, uh, the first one that comes to mind was uh, uh, our 2011, our old F-bomb truck that we had. Put a sump on that. The truck was literally stalling as it was coming up on the little it's putting on little ramps i was driving it up just to get it so it would angle so i'd get all the fuel out of it and uh it was literally dying as it was going up there i still got five gallons of fuel out of that tank too bad five ga- i filled a five gallon bucket not that we would ever condone driving your truck that low to where you're on e and you just keep going yeah um that's obviously you're running some risk there but uh but so i like sumps i think they're super easy install they're super easy they don't i mean as Especially long as you do the, it right the bdu single leave. hole the single hole it comes with its own hole saw you don't even have to buy any tools i mean <laughs> it's yeah it's an and it's got its own kit. pre-filter yeah and then you don't have to worry about the suction tubes i've seen those crack i've seen those fall off i've seen people 
And one thing, too, that I've seen install-wise is when, especially guys that are doing the, the guys that are planning on taking the tank down, they'll usually either A, run it so low in fuel that when they take it, it off. It so, well, well, so when you take your tank off, you've got those straps there that hold it in place, right? So when it's strapped up, you've got, it's got tension on it, so mm -hmm. it kind of bows the tank, right? Well, you've got to cut that suction tube to a certain length to, to pull it off the bottom. Well, mm -hmm. I've seen guys cut those too short, and then, and then they're running into, you know, empty when they're, they shouldn't, you know, when it's, uh, when it's uh, still reading uh, much fuller than it, than it is. So mm -hmm. uh, I like the sump, uh, personally. So it makes the install a lot cleaner. Um, and like Ben was saying, stick with the 95 unless you plan on doing those other things. Um, and two, uh, those VP44s are somewhat sensitive, so you don't want to feel... very them. sensitive. Yeah, so you don't want to... You don't want to uh, She's a 20-year-old girlfriend. Yeah. She's sensitive. <laughs> She's sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Wife's going to kill me for that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pete Stevens says, hook it up with a shirt. What are you going to do for me? Yeah. <laughs> Give us a call, Pete. What, do you got? what kind of truck yeah. you got? What's up, Pete? Yeah. Uh, uh, Marcus actually was talking about the reducting heater. He says, actually, the reducting heater I'm talking about was the diesel exhaust fluid tank Heats the fluid up, and when it's not working, the truck goes into reduced power mode. That's why I went to Mexico in the first place. <laughs> hmm. So if that's not working, it's throwing codes, but it's got tuning on there to have the emissions be Mexican. I'm not sure about that one. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out there and say that it shouldn't be reading that in the first place. But I know, I know that you're tuned correctly because I was sitting there where they did it, and <laughs> you're not getting any check engine lights otherwise. Yeah, so I'm not sure on that one. You were here today. Come in tomorrow. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, oh, yeah, uh, go, with the, yeah. go with the stump. Yeah, Marcus. Yeah. If you guys don't know Marcus Kane, he's a local guy around here. We, yeah. we see him almost every day. He works down the road from us. He's got a second gen with a VP44 truck in it. Yeah, it's yeah. a VP44. He's got an SXE... I don't know if he actually ended up getting the 69. I know he was working on getting the 69. Yeah. I think he's still got a 66. He'll chime in here in a second and tell us. I'm sure us. he will. <laughs> uh, manual truck, though. It's nice to look at. Yeah. He actually he just lowered it. Actually lowered it, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I would say as far as like what's been done tastefully to a truck locally, he's it's doing a, a really looking, good job. It's, it's, definitely, good it's got the Stormtrooper feel, so it's yeah. a little white and black, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, um, I think we're getting pretty close to wrapping that up. Um, yeah, you Marcus, it. you got it. Right on, dude. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I'd like to greatly thank all of you guys for watching. Um, I did get a couple emails about a uh, truck. I know a gentleman emailed me about a 13 Ram, um, asking questions on that. Um, 64 and a half. He's got, Marcus has a 364 and a half SXE charger on there. Um, uh, we are taking tips. Um, I do have a lot of episodes already written out, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but you can expect to see a lot more things similar to this. We're probably going to dive into a little bit more of other builds. Um, maybe even start talking in depth about certain parts. Yep. Um, if there's like one specific part that you have a question on, let us know. You know if you think that, because we, we try to make product videos for all of our stuff as well. Mm -hmm. If you think that specific part just seems to have a lot of vagueness around it, let us know. We'll dissect it. We'll explain it as best we can. Maybe we'll get a whiteboard. I don't know. Get but, some lab coats on. Yeah, we'll get some lab coats <laughs> and some, some glasses, and it'll be, it'll be a good time. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're here to try and give you guys as much information as possible. Um, also, while talking a little bit um, about our own, what we got going on in our own lives yeah. with my stupid yeah, and if gas anything, suburban. Yeah, anything you guys want to have uh, stuff on, as, as silly as it is, I mean, honestly, like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk see. about really anything. Uh, what's Tyler Kip wants to know about Sasquatch Hunting 101. Dude, we are in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> 
Kent, and this is Sasquatch country, all right? He actually, he, Sasquatch broke Tyler's driver window, yeah, actually. Yeah, it was Sasquatch, it was Sasquatch. Right? <laughs> Sasquatch hunting one Anyhow, on that note, we're going to end it. Uh, thanks for watching. If you have any questions, feel free to give us a call. We're here from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, 888-993-4373. www.dieselpowerproducts.com. Hit us up. Get if you have emails, uh, my name is Ben. Email ben at dieselpowerproducts.com. Tyler, Tyler. dieselpowerproducts.com. Pretty email. simple. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll be around next week. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's Tuesday or Thursday yet. Maybe we'll leave the cat. Yeah. We'll take a vote. Take a vote. Yeah, send me some emails, some yeah. comments. We're not you sure. Anyhow, still never yeah. know what's in the red cup. Cheers, boys. Cheers.